We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And now, live on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app, it's Gabe Ramirez. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Oh, this is how we're going to start. I love it. High energy, keeping it going. We got studs in the building. I'm, I might as well say on the ones and twos right now. And we're going to start the show the way we do each and every day. And that is with the trifecta. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Three. That's a magic number. Morrell going to third. He will slide. He's got a triple. So it is the top three stories, my top three stories for the day and my take on them as they should live in my brain. And let's begin with number three. Cubs beat the Nationals three to two today. It was a good game. Saw it. It's good to see your guys just battle. And not fold. And Washington was up one nothing in the fifth when P.J. Higgins stepped up to the plate to turn the tables for the Cubs. Here's the 3-2. Ortega goes. Higgins hits one in the air. Deep left field. Going back is called the center fielder Thomas as well. They both look up. This is gone. Cubs take the lead. P.J. Higgins with a two-run home run to left center field. It's the Cubs two and the Nationals one here in the fifth. Love Zach Zabin there with the excitement. Of course, that's something that you love. It's an unexpected treat. You're watching the game, and then all of a sudden, P.J. Higgins hits a two-run shot, and you're feeling really good. The game was tied up at two in the seventh, but not after Jan Gomes got a hold of one. Gomes lines one down the right field line. That's going to be a base hit. The go-ahead run is in as Reyes scores. Clutch. Opposite field, run-scoring single for Jan Gomes. Cubs lead 3-2. to two. It was so easy. It was almost as if he knew he needed to be in a position like that. Not to hit the homer, not to hit some shot in the gap, but just, I could put the bat on the ball and get a base hit. And that's exactly what he did as the Cubs took the lead 3-2. to two. And, of course, Ron Wick closed it out in the ninth for his eighth save of the season. Again, the Cubs beat the Nationals. Three to two. Number two story. Finally, we come to my number two man. His name, number two. Numero dos. The Bulls schedule is released. It's exciting. I'm excited about that. Two reasons. One, I'm going to Dallas to watch the Bears play October 30th. And so I always love it when I take a road trip and the home team is home. 
So the Mavs play. This is a good one, Studs. I got the question for you. The Mavs play OKC and Chet Holmgren on Saturday. And then after the Bears game, later that evening, Dallas plays Paolo Boncaro and the Orlando Magic. Who do you go see? Don't say both. Hmm. My cousin said you get shy and giddy if you watch OKC, and I said the ticket will be cheaper for OKC. That's true. And that's why it I want to go to that yeah, one. Yeah, go to that one. <laughs> that's why I want to go to that one. But I'm excited about the Bulls schedule, but, you know, it it makes me think it doesn't have the same excitement as the NFL where each game is so valuable. You look at the NBA schedule, and it's not, you know, the schedule release doesn't have the same effect. Granted, Christmas games are always important. You can look at who you play at the end of the season, which is a gauntlet for the Chicago Bulls. But you got to play everybody anyway. So, I mean, it's just a matter of when it happens, and that, that all depends on how healthy you are as a team. But it is exciting. We're going to be talking to Rob Schaefer at 8 o'clock about your very own Chicago Bulls. I can't wait to chat with him, what he thinks about the schedule, and what can the Bulls do with a full roster going into the season? Can they improve on that sixth seed? That'll be interesting. All right, last but not least, numero uno. He was number one. I got to say this one quickly, and it is that Gavin Show Me Sheets. He's my number one for today. Ties the game with a double against Verlander, then advances on some bad throw in the bottom of the seventh. But you, you wanted lefty power. You got it. And I told you, I think I was with studs, I wanted a bad guy. Do you remember that? I said, why is it that when we're facing the Oakland A's and, and they have this bad guy looking lefty Seth Brown where's our bad guy and sure enough he he's come through and that is Gavin Sheets and I love the energy as he stood on third base that was all exciting and all that without Luis Robert or Tim Anderson in the lineup but it was similar to, similar to last year I feel like guys were down and out of the lineup Robert and Elon Jimenez and everybody else kind of stepped up so kudos to AJ Pollock who's killing it in the one slot hitting damn near 400 and before I go to, before I move on, I cannot leave without mentioning Yohan Moncada and his ode to the Latin Kings wearing black and gold on the south side of Chicago, bro. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I, he he looks sweet he with does. the with the yellow in the in the south side. Looking jerseys. like a damn bumblebee out there, but I love it. I love Bumblebee Tuna. I love Bumblebee the Transformer spinoff. I love I love anything as long as I never saw that spinoff. See, but Yohan's gonna make you want to now that he's looking like a damn bumblebee out there. And if he keeps coming through in the clutch all the way through October, that'll be fantastic, man. But but I'm telling you, as a Latino that grew up in the city of Chicago, seeing you on Mancada, you just you kind of tense up a little bit. That's why my wife is like, "Why are your favorite colors brown? Why is your favorite color brown? Like, ain't no gangs wearing brown. ain't no gangs wearing brown in the city of Chicago." But I have to stray away from the uh, red and the blue. All right, that's the trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. We out of here. You know what I think? I think the three is how we end it. Three is the magic number. Boom. I like that. Yeah, that's how we we, end it. It's a work in progress. I love it, man. We're we're still new here on on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Shout out to everybody that's on their way home after a long day. You know you want to hear some sports, and that's what we give you. We are live. We are local. We talk about your favorite sports teams and in this particular instance, I, I didn't mention them in, the, in my trifecta because I didn't feel as though they, they, they earned the space up there. But the Chicago Bears didn't get a chance to mention them. And, you know, did, did, I'm assuming you watched the whole game, right, Studs? Yeah, I watched more preseason football this past Saturday than oh. I'm proud to admit. No, no, no. That's, this is a good thing. 
I watched football all day on Saturday. As, as an Sorry NFL fanatic game. should. Bears at 12. I couldn't look away. Bears at 12 on a Saturday is a bad recipe for your to-do list. Oh, totally. It, it shot the whole day. <laughs> You're not doing it. You probably had a few beers. Not you in particular, but you in the car. You had a few beers. You, you were not going to do anything productive after that game if you were watching it. But I will say this. Going into the game, I, I made reference to it here on 670 when I said, I said, they better not come out on first down and do a shotgun pass like to the right or to the left because it would give me uh, it would traumatize me, you know. And sure enough, first drive of the game, shotgun pass, two yards to Chase Allen, and it my my nerves started to just get a little. They just started, you know, the goosebumps started flowing a little bit. And I said, no, don't tell me this, because then second down comes, and well, everyone knows you're not going to throw it twice. And then you get a, a Herbert run to the left for two yards. And you're saying to yourself, no, this is literally exactly what I watched last season. Literally. And then it got worse. Third down came. And Justin Fields gets sacked. An actual tear slid down my cheek as Justin went to the terrible field at Soldier Field. Because I couldn't believe it. And I thought to myself, oh, man. But I did I did win some people some money, studs, because I told people, I said the Bears were going to win that game. I know Joe O was on the Chiefs, and I tried to think about it. I said, okay, Patrick Mahomes is going to come in, do his thing. But then I looked at the depth of Kansas City. And it just, I said to myself, if you want to win some preseason football and gambling, then you need to put yourself in a position to see who's the best third-string quarterback. Dude, but tell me you didn't think you looked good. Tell me you didn't think tell me you didn't think as you were watching the Bears game in the second half, and you're saying to yourself, hey, wait a second. Trevor Simeon, they, they made Peter, they're not as bad as uh as their guys. I actually was pretty impressed with the Bears second and third string yeah. guys. Like not just the quarterbacks, but across the board. It's like, yeah, you know, they they and this is we're not the only ones that talked about this. I thought not. the Bears backups were better, noticeably better than the KC backups, right. which the, is a good sign for Ryan Pohl's roster depth. True, right? true. But a Ross ability to build a full roster. There it goes. I remember the Bulls have been in that purgatory before for a long stretch of time, and that is where you have no superstars. You just got a bunch of good guys. No one that can take you over the top. And so sometimes that's where our teams excel in the preseason because they just have a, a, a have more depth. But they're not top-heavy like the Kansas City Chiefs. Dude, what? I hate watching Patrick Mahomes. It hurts. And so on the first drive of the game, when he just goes down there and just handles business, and you're like, ugh, I hate you. You don't hate him, but you hate him. It's like I hate him when he's playing the Bears. I hate him all the time. I hate his existence. I hate, I hate Patrick Mahomes being... Patrick Mahomes. Why? What do you got against him? Sometimes in life you're reminded is it, of, is of it a mistake jealousy? and an error. It's jealousy, yeah. That's no, what it is. Okay. It's, 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 you know what it is? I'm the Bears fan. That, I'm the Bear fan that, like, whatever the team does, I feel like I did. You know, so. I feel you. We, 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 we trade up to get Mitch. You know what? Yeah. We traded up to get, <laughs> traded up to get Mitch. And so, therefore, like, passing on somebody else, you just wish the, you, know, you don't want him to get hurt. 
You just don't want them to be so amazing. See, here's why I never, I always felt way worse about Deshaun Watson. And I feel better about that now, but (laughs) at the time, at the time I felt way worse about them passing on Deshaun Watson than Patrick Mahomes. Cause honestly going into that draft, I didn't know a whole lot about Mahomes Yeah, and a lot of people didn't. So I've never had regret about that one. Cause it's like, well, he, sure. you know, no one, nobody, the chiefs, the chiefs saw something. Nobody else obviously saw this. But the thing so, is this, that's, I feel the same way about Trey Lance. When we're, t- when we're comparing him to Justin Fields, I feel the same way. See, I, yeah, hate, I think so. I hate I don't everyone think... in the, the quarterback class, Against Justin Fields. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Everyone. Because I don't think, well. Mac I, Jones, I hate you. I think, well, the thing is, Justin Fields should have gone way higher in that draft. He Justin Fields should have gone in that's front of That's what Zach I want Wilson. to be he proven. He should have gone in front of Trey Lance. That's it's, what I want yeah. proven. That's what I want proven. Oh, yeah, me too. So that's my that's my bear fandom. So yeah, then all of a sudden, I, I just you. I just hate you. So Patrick Mahomes, huh? Sorry, Papa. <laughs> You're out. You There's and your, a bit of jealousy in there, too. You and your, you and your, you and your annoying brother. See? Oh, yeah, his brother sucks. Now I'm going personal. Okay, okay. Well. Guys, talking about the Bears, I'm excited to have Matt Forte on the show. I should have opened with that. That should have been number one in the trifecta. By the way. I'm going to get yelled at. What? No, I'll just say, by the way, Matt yeah, yeah, Forte by the, the way, show. by the way, Matt Forte coming up right on the other side of this. He has, he's putting together, I mean, he's done so many great things in the city of Chicago, but he himself is putting together in his annual back-to-school backpack giveaway. It's happening August 20th from his What's Your Forte Foundation. Studs, I DJed Matt Forte's birthday party once. That's sick. Rando. The things you get asked to do when you work at B96. But it built a relationship, and now we get an opportunity to talk about his foundation, get his thoughts on the Chicago Bears. So if you are a fan like I am of number 22, Deuce Deuce Matt Forte, make sure you stick around you're going to hear from him on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cover takes turns, gives the bat Forte, bouncing left. Forte, crack of the 10, 5, goal line, end zone, touchdown! Touchdown Bears! Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. 
You love to see former Chicago Bears come back and still give to the community. Then forget about us, small people out here. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 The Score. And joining us right now on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, we got Mr. Deuce Deuce himself, Matt Forte, joining the show. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you, you're not the small people, man. You big time. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> come on now. Okay. I wasn't the one having uh, birthday parties in the Bugatti store. All right, Papa? That's what, I'm, that's what? what <laughs> that's what we're going to say right now. Matt. Talk to me. Talk to me about your. uh, Let's just jump right into it first, so we can talk about bears in in a second. Um, What's Mm -hmm. your Forte Foundation? It's something that you're passionate about. It's something that you've been doing for almost ten years now. Um, So talk to me. Talk to me first and foremost about the event that's happening on the twentieth, the annual back to school backpack giveaway. Yeah, man. This Saturday, uh, I call it our Drip Academy because we're sending Mm -hmm. these kids back to school. swagged out and uh what's going down is on on the 20th this saturday from 12 to 2 we're giving away uh tons of free stuff man we we're doing backpacks um with school supplies over 300 backpacks school supplies for k through 12 um also in the backpacks we're gonna have food that got donated from conagra um but other than that as well is that we're gonna have uh, other things in there and other things for families, not just for kids, but for the entire family as, as, as well, uh, like household goods, man, like blankets, uh, immune immune boosters, Clorox wipes, sanitizers, because you know how, uh, you know, life is today. Everything, you got to have everything wiped down and clean. And kids are stuff, and kids so. are dirty, Matt. That's um, what it is. Kids are dirty. Yeah. So you need the sanitary wipes. <laughs> they do. Those, those dirty little hands are everywhere. They touch everything. <laughs> and I know because I got four of them. But, uh, Man, so we, and, and those and obviously the market for those is crazy because prices are going up because they know people need to sanitize. So we're trying to give those things away to help families out to stay safe. Um, but also, man, I mean, it's just we're, we're trying to, um, you know, give opportunities and resources to the neighborhood so that they can, uh, you know, have equitable investment in their own community as well. And so uh, this thing on, on uh, Saturday that we're doing, the Drip Academy, is going to be big. We're going to have. I mean, an ice cream truck out there, uh, hey. bounce houses and, and inflatables, man. We going, uh, and, and because we're giving out ice cream and food and all that stuff, we're going to have, uh, den, dental, uh, dental care out there. To, oh, wow. To for the kids' teeth after they eat the ice cream and get them all checked up before they go back to school. Make sure they don't have any cavities. Uh, check out to see if they got their immunizations up to date, man. You know, just everything to get them ready to go back to uh, school, be confident and, uh, be ready to, you know, have a good school year. We're talking to former Bear Matt Forte right here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. So this whole thing, again, August 20th, 10 till noon, Progressive Baptist Church, 3658th South Wentworth. And that, there's, there's going to be that. I love the fact that it's a whole event. It's not just like wait in line, get your backpack, pat them on the back, and then yeah. send them on their way. It's like we're going to make a whole day so that that way we can celebrate the kids. You, you said you got you got a ton of them. What's it like having some school-aged aged kids for you right now at this point? Yeah, well, uh, also going back, it's from 12 to 2. So don't, oh, don't 12 to 2? I, I got 10 yeah, to noon here. To okay, 12 to yeah, 2. They, All right, I got to get that right, yeah, man. 12 to 2. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's, fatherhood is, is amazing. It's a, it's a blessing, bro. Um, I think uh, that God has blessed me to have a family to take care of and to raise my kids in a in a way that we give back to the world. 
in a way that he has blessed us. And so I'm very thankful for the opportunity to have a family and, and to be able to give back to other people and to have the platform of the NFL that I used to play in and, and be able to use that to give back to other people. Because as we see now in culture, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, you look at the climate of social media and, and the world and there's a lot of selfishness and uh, fatherlessness out there as well. So to be a father is a, is an honor and a privilege, and I want to do that the best that I can. And I, I attack it just like I, I attack um, how, uh, being a, a professional athlete for the Bears. Yeah, and the thing is, Matt, you could have done a bunch of things, right, a bunch of different things to, you know, um, talk about this and create awareness for this, but or you could have gone into different areas and, and sent money in different angles. Why, why specifically the, the youth? Why specifically the kids? Why specifically the city of Chicago? That's a good question. And uh, I, I, first and foremost, I think that, you know, money is, is good. And, you know, we all have to raise money when you're doing a nonprofit and things like that. But you can't just, you know, write a check and throw stuff and throw a check at something and think it's going to get you're going to get uh, sustainable change. And so uh, and that's why with, with um, What's Your Forte, we actually partner with a lot of community leaders to know what the actual physical need of people are. Uh, as well as like emotional or social and psychological need and spiritual need so that we can, you know, uh, invest in that and help them in a way that holistically helps them to become a better person and to uh, give back into their own community as well. But, um, you know, I could have went a lot of different directions. Why specifically Chicago? I think, you know, me getting drafted here and playing here for, you know, almost a decade uh, wasn't by chance. I think by being here, um, and uh, you know when I, you know, even the whole purpose of me starting the foundation was to provide resources to the youth so that so many young people wouldn't be involved in gun violence. And so, um, once I, I finished playing and retired, I, I felt like it, it would be a cop out and be easy to go live on a beach somewhere and just, you know, live the rest of your days, you know, doing those things. Right. Um, we can visit the beach and stuff, but I love Chicago, man. I've, I had a great time playing here and, and um, I got family from here because my wife is from here, but also to be able to establish something in the city that can create real actual change in people's lives and in the community is far more important than, you know, vacations and, and the materialistic things of the world. Of course. Listen, you got to get out in the streets if you want to make a change. I mean, like you said, you can cut a check and you can have people do that for you. But to make some real serious change, you got to get out there. And that's exactly what Matt Forte is doing with his What's Your Forte Foundation. The annual back to school backpack giveaway, Drip Academy, is happening August 20th, noon to 2 p.m. at Progressive Baptist Church. That's 3658 South Wentworth. Now, Matt, you know I got to talk to you about these Chicago Bears. First, I want to talk about David Montgomery. I, I, I watch him, and I think to myself, okay, this is like a little baby version of Matt Forte, right? He's catching the ball out of the backfield. He's breaking some, breaking some tackles. What, what do you, what's your thoughts as you watch David Montgomery out of the backfield for the Chicago Bears? Yeah, um, yeah I've said since day one when I saw David as a rookie, you know, I've got asked the question a lot, of, you know, what do you think? And, and seeing some film and watching games the past couple of years, I've definitely, I definitely see the growth um, that he's uh, coming along. And this year, you know, it's, it's tough. Like for a running back to switch head coaches and offensive coordinators, but you gotta, you gotta make it happen. You gotta produce no matter what, because uh, 
in eight years with the Chicago Bears, I had three different head coaches, three different GMs, and five different offensive coordinators. Damn. So it was like, you know, a lot of turnover. So the success rate of and consistency leads to the, the success rate. So that's the hard part. And he's got a challenge in front of him. But at the same time, I love his vision that he has. He's patient behind the line and kind of lets his blocks open up. And uh, that's what you need. And um, I think for him to be successful, I think that they they have to have a solid offensive line because no matter who you are at running back, you could be Black Panther back there. If they don't block, you ain't going to make it. Right. And so um, you need those guys up front, you know, doing the dirty work for you. And then you got to get the tough yards. And so one of the best things that's about David is that he breaks a lot of tackles. He's a slippery guy, but also tough and runs tough. So um, I think he has an opportunity to do some good things this year, as well as the whole uh, team in general. But they got a lot of kinks to, fi- to uh, figure out before they get started uh, yeah. in September. That's real. We're talking to Matt Forte, former Chicago Bear, right here on 670 The Score. I'm Gabe Ramirez. You mentioned the constant uh, turnover while you were with the Bears and obviously that's what this current roster is dealing with in the present what what are the guys that were on the team last year thinking in that locker room today as the new regime comes in is it because you know you you heard uh, Jalen Johnson talking about you know man sometimes it's just difficult because they got a new, a new philosophy and it's hard to buy into that I mean what is that like for mm-hmm. a player when the new regime comes in like that what is that what is that like it's, it's hard it's hard because you you put all your your everything into uh, one goal, and then everything changes. You know when you get uh, a new whoever it is, it may be a new coach, or it may be a new offensive system or philosophy, or a new GM. And when you know people get hired, they want their own people in there. So then they end up, you know, there's a lot of turnover in the NFL in general. But um, that's that is a hard thing to to come by. And the first thing that you have to do. Every team that goes deep into the playoffs, and especially the ones who win Super Bowls, they have good chemistry, and they have they have a belief first. They believe that this team – they believe in the, in the philosophy of the team. They believe in the head coach, and they believe in what they're doing. And so um, I think that was the issue with Nagy is that maybe early on they believed that first year, but then after that they started doubting him. And I think he started doubting himself, mm. um, calling plays and different things. So – uh, I think the 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 challenge for them is to buy in early and to believe that they can win. It doesn't matter if you got a first year head coach. Um, no matter what the, the stats say of when you have a first year head coach and you know how records go after that, but they got to buy in early and put the work in because you can't be upset about the results that you don't get get with the work that you did not put in as well. We're talking to Matt Forte. Matt, it is tough to buy in early if you're not you know, necessarily there, and I'm talking about Roquan specifically when it comes to, you know, being mm-hmm. under contract. I mean, you obviously had, you know, your, your, your bout with contract negotiations here in Chicago. What, what can you say about Roquan and standing his ground? I mean, I, I, I'm with him. I, I believe him. Man. Give, pay, pay the man, give him the money. You know, he's, he's out there. He's, he's performed well. Uh, what, what's your take on the Roquan contract situation? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a unique situation for him, you know. Personally, mine was a little different because um, when in the last year of my my contract, they kind of had all the leverage because as a rookie, you sign a deal and you got to play under it. And some teams show good faith and they say, "All right, you've outplayed it. We're gonna pay you." Now that doesn't always happen, as in my case, where 
I got to my last year and obviously had outplayed the contract and they, uh, they chose to, you know, you have to play under it. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to play. I'm going to show that, uh, you know, it's not all about the, the money for me. It's about the respect of my teammates and the game. And I went out there and played. But at the same time, uh, I led the league in rushing and then got injured. So um, I respect him, you know, you know, being, you know, standing his ground and being like, look, I need to get paid because you can get hurt any day. Right. And if you get hurt and they cut you, they, they just release you and be like, well, you're injured. You, you're not the same guy anymore. So you have to use your leverage as a player. Now, um, when I was under the, the franchise tag, then I was able to, you know, sit out and go and do my own workouts and not be with the team and all that stuff because that was my leverage. So I'm for any player who wants to do that because you're securing your future. Um, this football thing is not for life, and you are going to have a family at some point. I'm only 36 years old, and I've been retired for five years. But That's wild. you have to live life after that. And so if you can secure your future right now, then you got to do that. And so a lot of times the fans don't understand, like, oh, he's being selfish, he's always doing this. you got to be selfish as a player with your, with your body and, and with your future and with your career. And so the team is going to be – they're going to use their leverage, so the player's got to use his. I, I, I follow the whole thing, Matt, and I'm just – you know, you say to yourself, like, why, does, why, does, why, why don't you just give him the money? Like, give him the money. He's there. Like, we, we love him here. Like, we love how he plays – Give him the money, and so I, yeah. I guess my question to you is: Then do you feel do you feel like the Bears are going to give him that money, or do you think another team is going to give him the money? Uh, if we if we take uh, history into context, I don't know. It's gonna, somebody's going to have to in negotiation. Nobody fully wins, and so someone has to take um, a loss of of a point or so here, and somebody has to take a loss on or compromise somewhere, and so if either side is not willing to budge, then he won't play it. But if the Bears are willing to budge and go close to what he wants and being paid and he's willing to take a little bit less than what he thinks he should get, then he'll he'll probably do that. Um, I thought I should have been paid a lot more than what the Bears signed me for, but at the same time, I said, you know what, I'm not going to sign a five- or six-year deal that I'm not going to see the money in the end. I'm going to do a four-year deal, and I'm going to make all of it. And I ended up doing that. Right. And there was even some some bonuses in there that uh, I got to, to escalators and all that that I got to to above and beyond that number that I was looking for. So, somebody, you know, sometimes you got to make a compromise and just say in the end, I think I'm a good enough player to uh, last that long. And so, the thing about contracts is, you know, these people that are in the, in the front office and all, so they say, well, it's, it's not, it's, you can't take it personal. It's, it's not personal, but. <laughs> It's, it, it's my personal life right. and career out there on the field. <laughs> what are you talking so about? I got to take it personal. And it's, it might not be personal for you because this is business, because this is your job. Right. But this is my job and my life and my livelihood. Like, I can go out there and get paralyzed. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you can't compare those, those things. So um, with him, with, with Roquan, you know, and the Bears, I hope they work it out because he's been a, a, a solid and a consistent player for them, and that's what you look for. Uh, in a team is you want a solid and a consistent guy that's going to be out there. So, you know, we, we, we know how, you know, people can say all they want. Uh, the bears, they are definitely cheap and they, they, uh, they give guys a hard time, 
depending on, I don't know, sometimes they, they pay a lot of guys who don't deserve the money. Yeah, we see that too. Guys who do deserve it. Matt, they, I, I, love, I love the fact, that, so. I love the fact that, that you know, it's, it's Ryan and, and Matt's first go round and they got to deal with this. I love it because I love them being challenged from the beginning from an executive at an executive level, right? It's one thing yeah. to be challenged yeah. on the field. This is not, you got to run the organization the right way and you got to make statements. And this, this is a moment to make a statement. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they got to do. Matt Forte, former Chicago bear joining us. I'm going to steal you for a couple more seconds. Uh, first, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to, I just want to ask you, what do you, what do you feel like the bears are missing? What, what I, obviously you hear people talk about oh, offensive linemen and a, and a wide receiver. What do you, when you look at this team, it's just like, you know what? If they just had this, they could at least be a bit more competitive throughout the year. Hmm. I think, let me see, what what are they missing? I think that, I mean, I've said it over and over again. I think they're missing consistency across the board as an organization. There's just there's too much turnover all the time. You're always changing coaches, changing GMs changing you know and when that happens all the players change and everything else and so like you have no continuity so i mean if you see these teams who are in the, those top five teams that make it to the playoffs every year and that do well they got they got a number one first of all they, they protect the quarterback and then two <laughs> they don't change they don't change uh they don't change in the front office and the uh, and and in the head coaching position a lot or coordinator position a lot, you know it's like a guy who's been there coaching and he's been coaching for you know a decade or even longer. You give him time to develop the team and and uh, and and the GM to to get the team ready. So, uh, like I said, eight years there, five different officer coordinators, which is crazy. Three different head coaches and three different GMs. Like you can't win nothing doing that. So. You know, yeah, I hear you. Consistency. I'm still mad about them firing Lovey because listen, you know, we, we all are. Wins and they and they fired him, and we ain't been to ten wins since then. But Matt, that's Matt, here nor I was there. just, I was just, but, uh, I was just uh, having lunch with Corey Wooten, and we literally were just. He he was still upset every time it gets brought up. He's like, shouldn't have fired, shouldn't have fired Lovey. I'm like, Corey, let I'm it go. Telling you, I'm, I'm like, telling you, man. I'm telling you, if Lovey would, I feel like he should have been like like and Mike, Mike Tomlin, Tom, yeah. Or, or like, like Bill Belichick, like the guy or Sean Payton, the guys who've been there for like 12, 15 years because like he had that defense on point and like the offense was coming along. Like we had these same parts and pieces that was, uh, you know, had been there for years and we were, you know, making making some headway. But what do you and think the issue was though, Matt? What, what do you think the issue was during those years that Lovey couldn't figure out the offense? Uh, well, Lovey is a is a defensive minded coach. I don't know. He may have his changed his philosophy now, but he wasn't so much the the offensive issue. It was we kept changing offensive coordinators, and so we couldn't find the right one. And when he brought in Mike Marks, Mike Marks was a genius, and we went to the NFC Championship the first year he came in. But then he didn't want to. He didn't want the job the next year, and he he uh, I don't know if he retired or he just didn't come back. But um, and then we changed for another uh, offensive coordinator. So uh, I think with Levy, we we couldn't find the the right offensive coordinator to stick around long enough to get the job done. Yeah, it was it's funny. The, the second thing that Corey said today when we were he goes, if we would have beat the Packers in 2010, we would have beat the Steelers. I promise you, Gabe. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I, I, I believe you, Corey. I feel the same way. I felt like there were some teams in there that really could have did some damage. 
Hey, Matt, I appreciate yeah. you jumping down, man, and hanging out with me on the show today. And best of luck to the big event, again, happening Saturday. It's the What's Your Forte Foundation. That's Matt's foundation. The event, Drip Academy, the annual back-to-school backpack giveaway, this Saturday, August 20th, 12 to noon, at Progressive Baptist Church, 3658 South Wentworth. Get your book bag full of stuff. There's going to have the bouncy house. There's going to have Dennis there. It's going to be crazy. I just hope you guys check it out because I love what Matt I love what you're doing for the community, Matt. It means a lot for me. Yes, sir. Appreciate the time, bro. All right. Matt Forte joining us again right here on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Damn, I forgot I got a chance to speak to two Bears players today. That was actually pretty cool. I uh, Corey and I, because we, we do the post-game studs for Fox 32, and so we were shooting our promo stuff today. I brought him around the station, hung out a little bit, and I swear to you, he... If you would have been talking to this guy, it was as if, I mean, when he talked about the 2010 game against the Packers in the NFC Championship, he was mad as if the game happened yesterday. I'm still mad about that. I am too, but you should have seen Corey Wooten. Like, his eyes like were big, and he's like, we would have, dude, he's like, we would have beat the Pittsburgh State. It's, I felt like me playing a rec league game and talking trash with my boys, but he was doing it on a professional level. It was... Then he, yeah, I've been saying ever since then, if Jay doesn't get hurt, they would have won the Super Bowl that year. Man, I'm going to put... I, they would have won that game. Corey's on a flight right now. Corey's on a flight right now back to St. Louis, so I can say this. He goes... <laughs> he said, what did he say? He said, he said, come on, man. He had a sprained MCL. <laughs> he could have played. He could have played on that. What did he say? He said, somebody... Who, ah, I forgot the quarterback that he said. He mentioned a quarterback that played with a torn ACA, ACL. All right, that's... <laughs> See, I now here's the thing. I've I heard, love that he's still I've heard mad. other guys. I, I've heard other guys talk about that the yeah. spring MCL thing. Like Olin has talked about that, and we yeah. all know Olin's not Jay's biggest fan. Yeah, and he's backed him up on this. He says he said that Jay could barely stand in the huddle. Like, I believe he could it. Throw off his back foot. Like he's. He, I Olin believe said it. he was hurting the team being out there. I I believe that if Jay, I believe if Jay Cutler felt as though he could have been out there, he would have been out there. So clearly there was something that stood in his way in that 2010 championship game, NFC championship game. But again, it's one thing for you and I to be upset 12 years later. It's another thing for Corey. I love that he's still pissed about them firing Lovey. That was my favorite oh, line. It, listen, they, they, everyone is, even, even us as fans of the city of Chicago. All right, I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 to score. We're going to remain live and local on the other side. <laughs> we'll do more next. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Live and local as always. And DJ Adam Staczynski is keeping you upbeat and up tempo. I gotta be honest, I'm catching some Friday vibes from this stuff. Who is this? This is Foles. You ever hear the Nick? Band? No, Foles. <laughs> Foles, like, uh, it's spelled differently. F O A L S. So, fun fact about this song. The only reason I know, I, I mean, Fools is a good band in general, but I know about this song in particular because it was, um, a pop, I worked on an alt rock station in 2011, 2012, okay. around there, 2013. It was one of my first jobs. And I think it was summer, so 2012 or 2013, that song came out and I, I, I always loved it. So it always stuck with me. <laughs> Ten years later, and I'm bringing it back as a bump. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say like, 
I went on a date and this girl, we were dancing on the dance floor and it was, and I'll always remember that song, but you know, having it. No, I just like a time period it, piece. It always, always stuck with me yeah. like from, from way back then. Well, I'm glad you know. it did. I'm glad yeah, it did. Good jam. Cause it gets to help, help me out. I'm Gabe yeah, Ramirez. Yeah, it's going to get you moving. It did. Like, that's what I would say too. Ten I was front. like, every time this song comes on, I'm dancing around the studio. Like literally I would get up and dance around. It was my Pe- pop up song. People say that I need to pick up my energy sometimes. So. That's you're just doing your job. Yeah, see? Yeah. You're just doing your job. He's Adam Stazinski. I'm Gabe Ramirez. Let's talk a little Bears football happening tomorrow. It's in, uh, yeah, tomorrow, Thursday football. Listen, it was so exciting that there was Saturday football. That made me feel good because the Chicago Bears were on. Thursday football is even better. Two Bears games in one week? The problem's going to be the low because, you know, there's a week in between where they're not having that fourth preseason game. But I'll take it. Bear football on a Thursday? What are you doing Thursday? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. On the injury report. I'm actually going to the state fair tomorrow. That's what I'm doing. Dude, no one cares about the state yeah, fair. Yeah, I do. No. No, you don't. You literally do not I care. do, actually. I grew, up, I grew up near Springfield. I used to go every year. It's been 10 years. I'm finally going back. You're it's going to be great. Did your nana used to, t- used to take you back in the day? No, my uh, my my friends. What do you need? Pickled, Mom pickled, used to take us. Pickled eggs and... Uh, fried everything. Fried, fried everything. everything. Fried everything. It's great. It's a great time. But I'll watch the Bears game, of course, after. You should. I, I, I try to promote as much as possible. Maybe they'll give it to me for free as the NFL app. Condensed games in 30 minutes is the way to go. That's pretty sweet. It's, it's literally, I, I spend afternoons on Monday and Tuesday. I got a two-hour window, four games, four games a day. Hang them out. Number one in fantasy football after that. I see where the ball's going. I see who got dropped. Speaking of fantasy, I gotta start doing some research. Yeah. I haven't done any yet. You got to. Is oh it? yeah, no. My my. What usually ends up happening is my first draft ends up being my research. Okay, first draft. Oh, I see. You're in the a, first, you're in a bunch I'm of in leagues. Four leagues. I'm trying to dial it back this year. I think, but it, I'm in, I'm in at least four leagues, and so that first draft typically is my. I try I try to do research yeah. before, but usually that first draft is my research because that's when you first draft. My, my four first, leagues is largely the same group of people, so I oh, generally know. Like I figure out, like okay, this is how the draft has fallen, yeah. and then I know how to make moves after that. First draft, you you look at your team and you're like, that's pretty good, and then you say to yourself, but that next draft's going to be great. I should have yes. taken this guy, or I saw the steals that were there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought this guy would slip lower, but now nah, he went sooner. So now I know I got to reach for him if I want him. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to take any bears on your team? Darnell Mooney's mine. Darnell Mooney. I think he's in for a big fantasy year. Darnell Mooney and and David Montgomery. I wouldn't like. I'm going to be that crazy idiot with two sure. bears on his team, but I think both of them are going to be valuable in fantasy this year. A little more leaning more Darnell Mooney because I don't know how much carries Khalil Herbert's going to take away. Same with Tristan Ebner. Yeah. So I'm going to fade Monty a little bit, but David Montgomery, yes. Montgomery's going to be, if you can get him to be your second or third running back, you're going to be all right. Oh, for sure. Don't, yeah, I'm not going to jump go wide receiver heavy. Back. Yeah. yeah you, guys, you guys that are out there playing fantasy football, I can't go, you know, posi- one position heavy and then end up with a mediocre starting starting guy like David Montgomery in your life. Not, well, not, it depends on David. how good those other two wide receivers are, you know? I don't know. Like, I don't like it. That's my, that's my strategy. And, but. you know, if it's full PPR, then you got to load up on receivers. You could. There's a lot of X factors. It's a lot of But PPR, th- th- that's why your your running backs are a lot more valuable in those in those leagues. Well, yeah, running backs that catch. So in, in a full PPR league, David Montgomery, David Montgomery gets a little man. boost. Yeah. David Montgomery's a man. Pick him in the first round. I'm going Cole Komet. My mid, after Kelsey goes and Kittle and... 
If those guys, I'm going Cole Komet high. Cole Komet's a good tight end, I would say. If you if you don't get Kittle or Waller or obviously Travis yeah. Kelsey, then yeah, Komet's a good get. Like that's the thing with tight ends, and yeah, I know you know because you play fantasy, but tight ends. It's so top heavy. So either you draft one super early yeah. like Kelsey or you draft one in the 10th round. But that's why you need a guy like Noah Fant, someone that you feel like no one else is going to draft. And ain't nobody trying to draft Cole I Komet. had Noah Fant his rookie year, that's I think. That's my Solid. point. That's Solid. my point. You get a good guy like that. So you think Cole Komet's a good fantasy guy? We got Darnell Mooney, David Montgomery. If if you were playing, in, are, are any of your four leagues defense heavy? Like where you pick a defensive I'm player? I'm in one. My keeper league is IDP. Yeah. Yeah. And so those, those one, leagues are one. trash. I hate those leagues. I actually really like it. I hate those leagues. I hate when I'm winning, and then all of a sudden, because you picked some idiot that had 13 tackles instead of my guy that had eight. Well, that's that's why you, you win. have. To, that's why you have to get get on right. get on those linebackers that's why I hate early. Them. That's it's why a point of tackle. Luke Keekley won me a game. I went into that's my point several Luke years Keekley ago. Luke Keekly should not win you a game. I dude, it was amazing. I went into the Monday night game. I only had Luke Keekley to play. I was down like 15. I was like, Luke Keekley's got me. He put up like 20 points. It was amazing. Quit every league. You're, I'm talking to you in the car. Quit every league you're in that has an individual defensive player. But it's so Quit fun. Quit it. It's not fun. It's stupid. I do. I, I will say it's much easier just the regular. Yes. Just, but Give me my defense and let me, let me focus on the offensive guy. It's fantasy football. I want to have fun. I don't want to be hoping Luke Keekly gets 15 tackles. And, a, and you, know what? you want to know also I hate the individual defensive player? Like, because the scoring's all wrong. I know we got to go. The score, now I'm on a soapbox. The scoring's wrong. You do have to tweak the scoring a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because you got guys getting interceptions, getting minus two. What do you mean? If this is an individual player, interception happens once every blue moon. Give this guy a six. A sack? You're telling me a strip fumbles one point? Are you serious? This yeah, is stupid. The, the default scoring for yeah. some of that, like the fumble and stuff like that, is really Trash. off. Yeah. Because it was like... It, quit it, it's your like, leagues. If they got an individual, <laughs> quit them. Yeah, you get because you get like a point for a forced fumble and then two points for a fumble recovery. It's like no, it should Makes be two no points sense. for both of those. First, anyway. you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if anyway. you were to do that, Robert Quinn should be your man, and then of course Jaquan Brisker if you're out there grabbing some safeties. All right, I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is six seventy. The score. We're live and local. That's how we do it. And you know what? I'm super excited about the Chicago Bulls and the release of their schedule. We got Rob Schaefer joining us on the other side from NBC Sports. I'm interested to see if he gets excited. Unlike me, when it comes to the NBA schedule release. And then I wonder if he thinks that the Bulls are going to be able to move up or down from their sixth position that they were in last year as they went into the playoffs. We'll do that on the other side. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.